we are here. Look at that. Shut up. Shut up. We ain't start yet. Stop it. You know how this awesome. goes. We start the show the same way every time. I cannot fucking believe that. God damn it. <laughs> Right Y'all so angry. <laughs> and welcome. Yes. One and all. Back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. And you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. But I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to people. I think. Uh, what was that? Name? Yeah, we back. We, we back. All right. Joey Lafaro. Back ish. We, we back like the front for the first time. We got our we got our guest host in. Uh, I keep calling her guest host. I don't know what to really claim. Candace is. Okay, Candace August is in the building. Uh, Candace, say hello to people. Hey. She is Miss Pretty Funny. 2018, 19, and 20. Um, she was the first Miss Universe dot comedy in 1974. Uh, she was the so longest reigning lingerie bowl champion uh, of 1976. Um, and she is also currently just nameless and faceless. On the Dot Comedy Podcast, Miss Candace August. And we do have our guest this week, our brother, the funny, the talented, the man himself. If he was an inch taller, he would be a midget. His name is Jay Revis. You like that, don't you, Jay? Oh yeah, man! Welcome back, dude. Welcome back. Dude, we gotta do it. We gotta do it, right? We gotta do it for the culture, right? We gotta hit our catchphrase. It's been way too long since we hit our catchphrase. What catchphrase? Okay, let's 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 hit Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that children, is, don't do that. That is not that is that is copyright God infringement. Comedy <laughs> it's comedy tag team champions of the world. That's us, right? <laughs> That's a catchphrase? That's a... I don't think you know how catchphrases work. <laughs> I thought we had catchphrases. That's, that's not a catchphrase. That's not a catchphrase. That's, a... that's an intro. That's our intro. <laughs> oh, shit. Candace is joining us li- in video form live. Is that a canyon or a hey. sonogram behind you? Yeah, What's that's what I'm on? still trying to figure that out. You're muted. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. It's a screensaver for the TV. I think it is a canyon. Okay. Okay. Looks like a cervix. I just want to make sure I didn't get the agenda before this. Are we going to talk about comedians getting assaulted like rapper T.I. assaulting that lady earlier this week? What? Didn't hear about that. Didn't hear about that. Okay. So I think it might have happened yesterday, actually. (laughs) So rapper T.I. is at a comedy show because he's doing comedy now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. And one of the comedians made a joke about uh, him and Tiny and how there were allegations, like sexual assault allegations. I did see something about that. So he gets on stage, and because he's T.I., he's able to get a microphone and starts yelling at this poor woman who's trying to do her set. And then when she doesn't shut up, he goes on stage and tries to intimidate her by going on stage with her. 
and then he like like forcefully hugs her and then snatches the microphone away from her. Oh. You guys haven't seen this video? No. Comedian. I haven't Knight. seen it, but I do not like this trend of people going up on stage with comedians. I don't like it. It's not. This is not a thing that I want to continue. But see, Ti was on stage as a comedian like a week ago. Yeah. So he, it's it's not quite the same. Thing. But he's a he's a rookie comedian. He's like he's not really a vet yet. He just started. Right, but he still went up during because, someone's set to yeah. take the mic away from them. Yeah, no, that's not okay. No, you don't do that. You, you can't. That's do not that. okay either. But like, well, you can do that. You can do that. At a, uh, it's not quite the same when like someone can do the same thing to you now. Yeah, that's what you're inviting. Yeah. Well, it's also like a woman too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how you're intimidating like a woman who's doing comedy as like a male. You know, that's even worse. That's even a worse look. <laughs> Yeah, T.I. is a little different. I'm not. <laughs> he shouldn't be doing comedy. That's first and foremost. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't know about anybody else. But I've never found him funny. Um, it's, just, it's, it's. He thinks he's funny though. Like he is so pleased with himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen him do like uh, little um, guest appearances and movies and cameos and stuff and been funny. But like, that's not the same thing as doing stand up at all. No, no, it's not. Um, he's lead that to professionals because uh, because no, I mean, him and Godfrey got into it a couple weeks ago because of that whole dude, whole bullshit. He uh, go pulled. go be an open micer if you want to do it, but stop this like skip the line bullshit. Wait, what did Godfrey Godfrey say to him? So so Godfrey was headlining a show, and okay. and the uh, promoter comes up to Godfrey after he finishes his set and says, "Hey, Ti's here and he wants to do he wants to do ten minutes too." Like at, after you go off, and and he's and Godfrey's like, all right, well, I don't care. I'm going to the green room. I don't, I don't give a fuck what y'all do. I, the show's over, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, so Ti comes up and he's like, he's like, hey man, can you uh can you watch my set? And Godfrey's like, I'm going to the green room. I ain't got nothing to do with you <laughs> set. Because again, it's like a rookie comic coming up to someone who's been in the game for 40 years and go, right. hey, it's like a rookie comic walking up to Dave Chappelle, go, hey man, can you watch my can set watch after my you just set. performed? And, he, and he's like, nah, I'm I'm good. Like, if I catch you on, I'll I'll have you open for me in six to eight months, and <laughs> see how you look then. But and then got and then so all Ti's fans decide to take offense to that, because again they're all they're all just hood people that don't make no damn sense ninety percent of the time. I think in Ti's mind, he thinks he's more famous than Godfrey, so he can get away with that. In in life, yes, but yeah. he is not famous. He's not comic not famous. Comedy. He's well, not exactly, comedy famous. Exactly, but he didn't realize that he's not living in the uh, in the same universe. No, he doesn't he walks yeah. into a comedy club. It's a different. Yeah, he does. He he. It's so stupid to me, and and so they got into it, and uh, Ti's fans were were threatening Godfrey, and then Godfrey, all comics were coming to Godfrey's defense, and then they squashed it on Godfrey's podcast, which is how you how things generally work out for comics these days. But again, it, it this whole this whole like going on stage thing this this. People doing stupid shit to comics. It needs to, it needs to stop. Um, and by stop, I mean the comics need to stop antagonizing people. You all are just wow. fucking with the world, wow. and I and wow. I need y'all not to do this. It's just stop antagonizing people. You all can't make fun of a poor woman named like Jada Pinkett Smith for having alopecia, and then expect her husband, who is who who has who has who has watched his balding wife have sex with men in their bed for all these years, and now you want him to stop stop stop, stop making fun of him. Fine, and I'll make it fun of her for looking like a It was such a mild, mild joke. 
joke. Like it wasn't even borderline disrespectful. His reaction was ridiculous. Everybody not bait- quite not quite as ridiculous as Amy Schumer's reaction, which was, <laughs> "I need a month off, month long break because I'm traumatized." <laughs> so. <laughs> Amy, what the fuck was Amy Schumer doing? Maximizing white privilege. From what? Instagram? <laughs> Thank you. She she done shit like two, three years. <laughs> so what the fuck she taking a month off for? That's maximum white woman. Yeah, like she, she, she white woman that one. The hell out of that one. I mean, it is kind of traumatic though. Like as a comic, to think that someone can come up and just smack you if they don't like your joke. It's jokes. Then they have not you worked at a. But when the person that it happened to has already been on stage multiple times. <laughs> get your victim act out the fucking act. Just get the fuck out of here. I don't know if that's a victim act though. Yeah. He got he smacked a comedian. This is what we all do. We get up on stage. We but tell how jokes. is some how, people aren't gonna like the jokes? It does not give them a right to come up and punch me. That's how is, crazy. That's not the point. I'm saying how is how is Amy pulling the victim card? She was not involved. She might still be tour or doing club dates. She was just up at um Comedy Cellar like a week ago. Right, but I'm saying like it doesn't. She's she's saying she's taking time off now, and Chris Rock didn't have to. So why do you? It didn't happen to you. Well, it's just like slavery. When they let the slaves go, all the white people had to take time off to recuperate. Oh and, uh, my god! And get their minds together. You know, white people. White people need extra space. When things happen to black folks. It's a traumatic event. So if somebody's going around stabbing podcasters, y'all wouldn't be like, mm, maybe like, let's not record next week. Like, come on. Fuck what are you that. talking about? Come, come do it. Let's go. What the fuck? You, you, no. <laughs> the fuck? This is the they Dot Comedy Podcast. The you don't see with. these arms out in this in this studio? Oh this is ridiculous. God. Come you, stab. You know what I'm saying. You understand my point. <laughs> if somebody said they were, they were going to come stab podcasters, uh, the first thing me and Joey would do is like, hey, here's the address to the Dot Comedy Studios. <laughs> Let's see what this works Content. out for Content. <laughs> Thank you. When you see something like that, the first thing you think is that could have been me that that happened to. Especially Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer has very, like, um, offensive material, right? She's not like a Seinfeld type of comic where everything is mild and bubbly and, like, family friendly. Mm. She says stuff that is pointedly offensive. She could easily get the shit smacked out of her. So you see something happen to someone else that does the same types of material that you do, and it's kind of scary. I get it. Okay, so here, here's my question. Here's my question for the three comedians on the dot com. I podcast. get. I get. Being Hold on rattled. a second. Hold on a second, Joey. I have a question. Okay. All right. You guys have been doing comedy for a collective. Uh, let's see. Jesse's been doing it for what? Ten years now, Jesse. Just about. About ten years. years. Joey's about ten years. Seven for me. Seven. Okay. Probably more like. Five or six. six okay. I haven't been I took consecutive a lot of breaks. years. Yeah, Joey takes breaks. Wait, wait. Are we counting consecutive years or actual years? Because <laughs> consecutive years, then we have to change the the number. But actual years, <laughs> actual years is seven for me. Okay. I know we started dot comedy. What was like twenty thirteen? So, yeah. So it's been damn near ten years. So at least at least twenty thirteen. All right. So here. So yeah, here's. But what, I took a three year hiatus. That's what I'm saying. All of you have all of you been to black clubs to do yes. shows. Yes. Okay, niggas are violent, and they will fight you. So if you have not come up and and done stripes with where niggas will throw shit at the stage, have you been? Have you seen the Apollo? They just they're about this far away from throwing shit at you. 
when you're on stage at the Apollo. So it's I'm like, look, I'm looking at what happened to to uh, fucking Chris as going, uh, yeah, if if that was some hood dude's wife and he was at uh, what was that corner pocket, and he was looking corner at he, and he, yeah, see. <laughs> I can tell by the faces of the motherfuckers on the podcast. That's because that's that was, yeah, but no. this is what I'm Corner saying is, yes, you do those pool in the wall clubs and the audience can sometimes be hostile, right? Every now and then somebody <laughs> will come up on stage, the bouncer will tackle them. It's a huge internet moment. <laughs> by Will Smith doing that shit, Will Smith, like America's sweetheart, did that shit at the Oscars, which is like the most important thing in all of Hollywood. It's somehow legitimized going up and attacking a comic for offensive material. Yeah, shit happens like that at Hole in the Wall Hood Clubs, but that's Hole in the Wall Hood Clubs, where a fight happens all the time. We're talking about Will Smith smacking a comic at the Oscars. You You are telling America that this is okay. If a comic says something bad, this is what you do. You go up and smack them if you take personal offense. I don't think, I think everyone's seeing that this <coughs> did not work out for Will, A, and B, the people, yeah. the people who've had to try this in the past week have all gotten like sparked Got and kicked up. off the stage. Yeah. Or tackled Wait, by wait people have tried it in the past week, you're saying? <clears throat> yeah, there was a video, there were several videos posted. Oh yeah, dude got hit people. with a bar stool and, and um... The, a comic? No, a comic yeah. hit the dude with the bar stool. Comics have been Jeez. ready to go. Comics, yeah. See, the thing is, y'all went on high alert last week when Chris got attacked. So now all y'all just sitting at home talking about, I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker. I'm doing push ups and sit ups, hoping a motherfucker come up on the stage. And these motherfuckers are coming up on the stage again, fucked up. Why does it have to be either way? Why does it have to be the comic getting insulted? Why does it have to be the audience getting insulted? Why does a comedy show have to be this wrestling match now? Like, it's supposed to just be me saying words and you being entertained. You you either thinking it's funny or thinking it's not. It's not a moment to fight about. Either way. I've always stayed on high alert fucking around with Joey. Joey takes me to bad places. Uh, he, he generally, Joey, I, loves those Joey loves the hood. Joey, Joey, I go to I go to hood shows with Joey because I go, goddamn, he gonna need somebody to kick, take his ass out of here. <laughs> I can't necessary. help where I get booked. I don't know why I get booked at these places. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it shouldn't happen. I agree completely, Candace. It should not be that way. But we live in a post-Trump world. Uh, we There's live- no place for that at a comedy show. You should expect to get offended. If you're someone who's easily offended, then why are you going to a comedy show? Well, we're same, not in there saying think, nursery rhymes. I think rhyme. there's a couple things happening right now. I don't think it's. I don't think we're. Uh, uh, Joey, why is your mic so low? Yeah, know. why is it so low? <laughs> that better. Thank you. Uh-huh. There you go. I noticed. I, I, I'm on the mic, so I don't know how that happened. Um, it was not my fault. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, we got to remember, we just got out of a pandemic. And it's not just in comedy clubs that people are are acting crazy, violent yeah. for no reason. Like people don't know how to be in social situations right now. They've been locked up for too long, and they don't know how to handle shit anymore. So that's one piece of it, right? I saw a video. Very good. I saw a video on uh, last week tonight where this guy was. They were talking about a uh, Ticketmaster mm-hmm. in uh, concerts, and this guy was like, "Yeah, I'm going to this concert at this venue." And I've been locked up for two years, and I'm about to fuck shit up. And see, it's like, <laughs> he's going to see Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> like, okay, shit, you about to fuck up everything well, for everybody. that has a mosh pit, which is <laughs> specifically designed for that type of violence. But that's but that's part of it. Like, again, you, you have people who just don't know how, don't know how to. Like, they, they, everyone's gotten awkward, and we don't know. Like, 
I didn't. We don't know how this shit's gonna go. Remember the assault at the dot comedy show back in like 2014? Yeah, but that was in front of a. That was when we were like parked in front of a methadone clinic. That was different, Jesse. That wasn't. Wasn't that splash? That was was drugs. That was drug induced. That wasn't Melvin Joppy. That wasn't like, and that was. Uh, that wasn't like, you know, a, an average person who's suddenly <laughs> acted out of character. That was just we put the co- the show in a dangerous place. Was it one of the champion brothers that who was it? Melvin. Uh, Melvin Joppy. Oh, yeah. So and if, uh, and if you've ever seen Melvin perform, that, that makes perfect sense. And uh, Melvin started frying him because Melvin makes fun of people. That's, That's what, what Melvin he does. does. Yeah. And then the guy rolled up there and snatched the mic off his uh, hand. <laughs> the Brooklyn guy. There was a guy with scissors there, but like, we can't use. So that's what I'm saying is people have the urge, especially when there's a lot of drinking going on. I'm sure lots of people at comedy shows have had the urge to go up and jump on stage and give the comic a good one because they didn't like the. the but they would. They haven't done it. They wouldn't do it most of the time. Now Will Smith has said, "Yeah, this is exactly what you should do." Listen, I had during my the, my last my last set this week i had a young lady interrupt my set because she really needed shit out of her she was like no fuck you no she she was very polite she raised her hand oh wow Wow. for like a whole minute and i'm like all right i gotta address this because i can't just like ignore her and then but it was really important for her to stop me from talking so she could tell me that that she was born in thailand oh did you have a joke about thailand no How how was that relevant it wasn't she, did she, you go? Did you play ping pong and ding dang too? What the fuck is wrong I, with you? See, <laughs> it was a white woman. There must have been something that you said that made that. It relevant. was not a damn thing. It was not yeah, nothing, a nothing damn in Joey's joke. set is about Thailand. There's not a single Thailand. I made a Thailand joke after that because she said, "Well, they weren't sure if I was a girl or a boy," and I said, "Well, it's Thailand, so that makes sense." <laughs> That's good. That was me trying to make the most out of a bad situation, <laughs> pretty much. But this is like, uh, like. People just don't know how to act in public right now, I think. Yeah, I think that's 99% of it. And Will Why Smith. I look like I have lashes on one eye. Look at that. Lashes, no lashes. She's been doing her makeup for the last like 10 minutes. I don't understand anyway, what the fuck is happening. No, I'm, anyway, I'm just saying. Um, can you, Does it look like that to you guys, or can I only. Well, now that you pointed it out, that's all I yeah, can no, see. Now your yeah. face is butt naked. We can't see but, no pair on your face. Goddamn. Look your eyebrows. You look like. One side. Anyway. You look like a clockwork orange. <laughs> I don't know why that looks like that. It's the light. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, it's man. definitely lashes on both sides. Uh, I'm going to so, be like this for the rest of the show. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Slightly swimming. She'll she be talking about how her neck hurts next week. Yeah. She'll be like, I can't do the show. My neck hurting. <laughs> Speaking of random pains that happen to you because of no reason, all of a sudden I have plantar flap, flab or whatever. Plantar fasciitis. so fucking painful and i just woke up out of i didn't do anything i did nothing i did my regular life and i woke up one day and my foot hurt so bad that i had to go to the doctor and get an injection you know what that you know what causes that right candace did you get that damn splint yet i told you to get that splint yeah i got it hold on let me show you what did you get plantar fasciitis okay okay i got that one So it's this thing that's like the muscle that goes across the the palm of your foot or whatever it's called, the bottom of your foot. Yes. It's like it gets damaged. It like wears over time. 
and it really hurts your heel all day, but especially so in the morning when you first wake up, it hurts super bad. And so you have to sleep with a splint on at night. Um, the doctor also, the what do you call the foot doctor? The podiatrist also gave me an injection of, I don't know what into it, but it made cortisone. it feel really much better for like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Cortisone. Um, it was cortisone. And then you have to like do massage exercises at night to like make it better. You know, again, Candace said the key word, Joey, over time. Uh, when your feet have run away from dogs uh, during emancipation, uh, when your feet have, uh, have have run for freedom. The doctor said it was likely <laughs> triggered from years of wearing high heels. Damn, you look good in them, though. I ain't going to lie to you about that one. And I'm not going to stop wearing them. I wore some today, and my foot hurt <laughs> so bad when I got home. And Hassan was like, why do you continue to wear those shoes? And I was like, I'm not going to wear flats like a, ple- like a peasant. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. You want me to be out here dressed like a fourth grader? No, I'm wearing grown woman shoes. She's wearing, wearing high heel shoes so she can look down on the peasants. That's basically what it is. On the pores. <laughs> the, the, the less dense. I want to wear shoe, the shoes of a grown-up. I'm not going to wear the shoes of a fucking toddler. Well, orthopedic shoes are the shoes of a grown-up, too. <laughs> I'm wearing sandals so I don't have to wear this stupid brace anymore. It's hurt, it hurts to bend. You know, they, they, they Velcro. You can get a pair of Velcro shoes. They, those, are for, those are for people of a certain age. Mature folks. That's what they say. They say those are mature people. <laughs> also people in a loony bin. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, Candace. Um, I woke up with gout one day. I don't know how it happened. I, I, I again, uh, it, it life life just kicks you in the nuts every now and again and tells you, hey, you're old. Stop. Uh, That's what I thought it was, Marcus. I woke up and my foot gout. hurt so bad, and I'm like, gout? Is this gout? <laughs> Is this what gout feels like? It feels like your foot's broken. Like the first time I had a gout flare, I thought all my bones had broken in my foot, and <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going wrong right now? I was like, how, how did this even happen to me? But uh, it's it's life. Damn it, I hate I hate that feeling, Joey. I will tell y'all from from experience. If you have plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. or you have pain in the bottom of your foot in general, get you a night splint. They have them at CVS for like twenty dollars. Don't let them sell you the expensive one at the doctor's office. Go get the twenty dollar one. Sleep with it for a few nights and you'll be fine. Okay. Also, massage your foot at night. Hassan bought me one of those like massage guns. And Ooh, I, I got one of them. Hey, Phil. Sorry. Go get my massage gun from the bedroom. Yeah, those things are amazing because you can give yourself a massage, right? Like normally for a massage, somebody else, you can do it yourself, but normally you need somebody else to really do it well. I feel like he's about to get really weird let you in the do it yourself. <laughs> and, um, and so he bought me one of those and I do that every night and then I put the splint on and it feels better in the morning. What'd you say? So I got, I, I, I treated myself to a, uh, a home spa kit. So what I got myself, I got myself the uh, the massage gun, like Candace got. Oh wait, I think that's the one I have. Mine came in a little case like yeah, that. Yeah, so they have all the come four in little cases like that. Um, they all come the in four cases. different attachments. Six, I got six. It, they're all the oh, same shit. thing. There's like one that's like three hundred dollars and one that's forty. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mine's all like the same or ninety things. bucks. Yeah, mine's was mine's was thirty five, and it regularly costs eighty. It comes uh-huh. with comes with a little ball. I got the ball one on. This is the one to use. The ball's the best one, right? Yeah, balls are always good. Balls That's the best are, balls one. Are and the then best. the second best one is like a little, like a bullet. Speaking of, I thought, that one. Uh, this one, this. One. I thought this like a, like a drill bit. I thought this was a marital aid. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what this was when I first saw it. I was like, what, who, do, who? Where am I putting this? What am I massaging? My prostate. Yeah. 
<laughs> can't do that with the shit. Look at Jesse smiling, just young and in shape, no, no pain. No that's, pain. A, that's a rabbit alternative. <laughs> yeah. He cannot relate to this conversation in any way. And He's like, a, nothing hurts on me. Me and Joey and Marcus are the exact same age. <laughs> yeah, we just really? live different. Really? You and Marcus are the same age? Yes. Me and Marcus and Joey are the same age. Oh, wow. We're all around the same age. I'm a year older than both of them, I think. I thought Marcus was 48, at least. <laughs> Just because you're 62 doesn't mean I'm 48, goddammit. I'm, I'm tired of you telling people my age is, is, is inflated. <laughs> Depends on All the of you are in your 30s? Yes. Yeah. That is interesting. Look at the difference. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Uh, nothing. I'm taking offense, goddammit. That, that <laughs> This is what 30 I think that was an alopecia like. joke, Marcus. We should slap her. <laughs> I'm coming where you are. I'm old, I have to be honest. But I do know it's somewhere like I'm, I'm ending the 30s. Let me see. I'm at, I'm at 37. I'm 37. Born I'm, in 84. So why are you checking? <laughs> you don't know how old you fucking are? Is he calculating his age? Damn, I'm 38 for real, though. You Holy turned 38 shit. this year, jo- Jesse. Yeah, I'm turning 38 this year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Does anybody keep count still? Y'all are both a year older than me. Yeah, I turned 38 on in uh, seven days. You stop counting after a certain age. You stop counting your birthdays, and you stop counting who you slept with. That though you you just at some point you're like if it's past the the, the digits on my hand then we stop. So you stop counting your age at five and you stop counting. Stuff <laughs> five forever. Five forever. You guys, I have to go put a lash on this other eye. I can't <laughs> live like this. I've got oh, to go put some lashes. Take a break. Are we taking a break? Candace soon? can can even her face out. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. We'll take a dad comedy break. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. All right. All right. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, folks. We're going to get into some more crazy shit going on in the world. Joey LaFaro, we we had some fun this weekend, man. Yeah, man. You and I got to sit down and watch WrestleMania. That was dope. Yes, we did. That was dope, man. So we're going to we're gonna talk about that. You had some combat sports shit happening this I, week? I got to see uh, an action. I, there was two kinds of combat sports. There was uh, there was the, the MMA match I went to go see, and then I also um, got to uh, have an awkward uh moment with my father that i had to fight through so that was <laughs> fighting through parenting now i understand completely oh man we're back with more fun and more thrills in a minute nope. on the dot comedy podcast Special guest this week, Jay Revis. This segment is brought to you by Tappy Card. That's right, get yourself a Tappy Card and you can move yourself into the future. Looking to try to figure out a way to get people your information the easiest way possible? Get yourself a Tappy Card. Tappy Card makes it 100% non-compete for people's personal space. You don't have to take up space in their wallet, in your mind. You don't got to hold on to shit. Tap your card on their phone and it gives your information right to them. DJ Marcus uses Tappy Card. Joey LaFaro uses Tappy Card. Joey, you liking your Tappy Card? Yes. 
You haven't lost the second one, have you? I have not. It stays in my wallet now. There you go, man. That's all you need. That's what you need, need, folks. Get yourself a Tappy card, man. Use the dot comedy link on our link tree. Get yourself a discount on a Tappy card. Oh, man. We're back, Joey. Yes, sir. This is my jam, man. I play, I'm play. i going to play this song every chance I get. It's one of my new favorite songs. I don't know why. It just, it just seems so basic that it just seems like it needs to be a song for me. Oh, man. But we did have fun this weekend, Joey. Yes, we did. Man, I invited Joey LaFar over to the uh, the Dot Comedy Studios um, so we could watch WrestleMania. And, uh, part two. Part two. We watched the second night. Jesse, did you watch the uh, first and second night this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Which night did you like better? I'm going to have to say first night. Yeah, me too. I like first night better. Um, it had it had an, It had more of the... The love of wrestling that I liked in it. It wasn't like it. Night two seemed like a sideshow mm-hmm. to night to night one. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw. I didn't see night one. Uh-huh. But what I'll tell you is, I, I thought the Lesnar Roman Reigns fight was really underwhelming. Yeah. And so like yeah. everything else that happened was was more fun than that. And mm-hmm. then that happened, and I was like, Mwah. yeah. So it kind of hurt the uh, it hurt the overall experience. Vince wrestling again after how many years has it been? Twenty four years since the last time he's been in a ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he didn't have to do that. <laughs> Dude, did you see when he got kicked? He almost fell over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's seventy fucking years old. Keep your old ass in the house up, goddamn where. That was like a moment that that should have yeah. been cool, but it was like just an old guy reaching for another old guy's head and not getting it, and then bouncing into the rope. When Stone Cold kicked Vince in the chest, uh, Vince damn near fell out the ring just from the kick. And I was like, wait a minute, is he going to stun him? And then he, then he like limp stunned him, and Vince just laid there, and Stone Cold just laughed. going like this. Where's his head? <laughs> Did Jesse freeze? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> you need to move your neck some, man. I can't know if you stopped, if you stuck or not. But yeah, man. It's so it, that one threw me off. I didn't like that one that much. Now, um, Edge, um, JJ Style, uh, AJ Styles was a good match. That was entertaining. Um, <clears throat> now, the, what it could have been, it was underwhelming to me too. Yeah, it could have been more. It could have been way more. Um, now the uh, they never explained why AJ Styles had his face cut when he came no, out. No, they, they just happened. It was just a thing. <laughs> he was bleeding before they started, <laughs> and they never explained what it was. Pyro, like some debris got on him. Oh, from his pyro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Because oh, he wow. wasn't bleeding at the beginning, and then they turned the camera back, and I was like, "What? What? When did? Or maybe like a fan threw something or something?" But it yeah. what happened in his intro. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh uh, man, but yeah, and that um, the jackass versus the jackass fight. <laughs> um, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't happy with that one. There were too many botches in that one for me. Um, watching that mousetrap fail, and then them scramble to make it work, <laughs> was fucking with me. And then it's like, man, this is the most pointless shit in the world. I saw the funniest meme from that though. What Jesse will Jesse will remember this this uh, this situation. Um, sexual chocolate and Mae Young had a baby. Yeah. And it was a hand, remember? Yeah. And they said the hand that slapped uh <laughs> that slapped Sami Zayn was the hand all grown up from <laughs> it was Mae Young and uh sexual chocolate's baby all grown up. 
That was the funniest meme I saw about that old match. And I'm like, I, why the fuck is that hand there? I was just <laughs> amazed at how much shit they were able to pull from under the, under the stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that ring holds like a, a, a treasure trove of shit. If you really want to look people. at it. Oh, yeah, people. It's like, here's a guy in a Speedo to rub his balls on you. <laughs> and here's a midget. To, to... Here's a midget just to dance and then kick you in the balls and then power slam you. <laughs> that was again. That was a circus aspect of WWE that I love. I love up and down. Uh, Candice, did Night you get a chance? Way better. Amazing. <clears throat> yeah, Candice, did you watch um, WrestleMania this weekend? I did not watch WrestleMania this weekend. Why? You're no a- interested in that. No interest in it at all. Roman Reigns was in the main event. Oh well, if you would have said that, I would have watched it. <laughs> yeah, but he just bitched about being acknowledged and. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's what Candace does. And then, he, and then he just tackled Brock Lesnar every time. He either like did this awkward Superman punch. Yeah, he didn't punch. He didn't do the right punch. I mean, he doesn't do it well anymore. Why is that? I don't know. But he's like stiffer now. He should all. He should have already transitioned to movies by now. Why is he still wrestling? He doesn't he's have a personality. No, he. Huh? The he doesn't is, actually have a personality. You gotta remember, it took The Rock like. It's called acting. Does he have to have? It's not gonna be him. He doesn't have that movie. mode. I'm telling you, he doesn't have a personality. He just is a jerk, and that's why he works as a as a, a heel. Yeah. But he he couldn't make the turn. Like every one of the Cena and and The Rock are, are, are dynamic enough. That's why they were able to move out mm-hmm. and do things. But the thing um, is, the thing about and, and the thing is, he hasn't he hasn't honed his craft enough to actually move on from being just a wrestler. Cause he like remember I don't rock. think you have to hone the craft. You just have to be like likable and like attractive. And he's not. He's not, he's not likable in any way, shape, or form. Um, no, nobody likes him. Like even when he was a good guy, nobody liked him. As a bad guy, everybody <laughs> tolerates him. He cancer, and then as soon as they were like, "It's in remission," the crowd was like, "Boo!" You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was like he just beat cancer. Like, like you don't talk about this guy. Damn, that's but how much they hate guy, him. He works because he's really hateable. Yeah. I mean, when people have constant wet hair, you just going to hate them. They like they, when you look like you got out the shower five minutes ago. Every time I see, yeah, you. but everyone doesn't hate Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is, a, is the you can't hate Seth Rollins because he's just weird. <laughs> like every every character they put Seth Rollins in is just the weirdo, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He comes out in a fucking purple suit. And just dancing around on the stage. It's yeah, like it's the most elaborate random suit. <laughs> and I don't even watch wrestling except for like once a year. Yeah. And I, and I come back and it's the same thing. <laughs> like, so they, they, this time they around, they had Gallagher the wrestler. I don't know who the, what's his name? Who? The guy who got jackassed. Uh, oh, that was um, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is, he's Gallagher. He's Gallagher. <laughs> Only thing missing was a watermelon. <laughs> Pretty much. He, did look, he does look like Gallagher. Oh man, but Candace, I'm I'm sorry you didn't get a chance. Cody Rose was the highlight of that of the whole yes. weekend. Yes, yes, he was. That and match was amazing. It was it was a great. You, you missed you missed a good night one. Night one, mm. night one will pull you back into wrestling. I would I was gonna try um, to watch Bianca it on Belair? TikTok, but I didn't that was have a it. Huge highlight too. What, was that Bianca Belair? <laughs> yes, Bianca Belair winning the women's championship. So are you guys all caught up on Bridgerton? Anybody watching that shit? Okay, I was trying to start a conversation that I could be in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bridgerton. Love is blind. Huh? Love is blind. Oh, that's 
Is Shane, does Shane not have the most annoying voice you've ever heard? No. Are you on season one or season two? That still goes to the white ladies in my workplace. <laughs> are you, J- Jesse, are you on season one or season two? Uh, season two. Yes, Shane, the one that goes with the Asian girl. His voice is so annoying. Uh, Shake sucked too. Yeah, Shake was the worst, most sexist, like, ugh, I hated him. True or false? The only reason why he didn't like that girl is because he hate he he wants a white girl. The reason that's he right, Indian girl. That's the only reason because he kept saying how wonderful she is in every way. He just couldn't be physically attracted to her, even I though he said she. Was... I thought you were gonna do the Indian dot. Huh? Oh, he kept saying how she's perfect in every way except. No, 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 no. No, he just he wants a white girl. That's exactly what he wants. Hey, and I'm glad she chose not to marry him. She 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 did well for herself. That was a weird reaction when she was like, I can't marry you. He was like, great, guys. Woo. Thank God someone said it. Let's have a party. Exactly. Because he was going to just go through it. Go yeah. through with it. Oh, man. Hey, guys, if you want to hear more um, reality TV commentary, uh, <laughs> tune in to uh, Love Talking Hot Chips every Friday with Jesse and Candace. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> I don't think I ever learned the name of your show. <laughs> First of all, it's been discontinued for like a year, two years. I don't know. I think you did that shit in 2020. It was 2020. It was when the pandemic first hit. Yeah, and you're and you're still promoing it and don't even know the name correctly. So it's called Love Talking Hot Chips. I don't. I don't. That's I, I don't even remember what it was. Hot, I don't remember what it was. What was the name of it? Hot Fridays? Some shit. <laughs> Man, I can't remember. I, I remember that we just started like like the world started opening back up, so we were like, "Well, let's do other things. <laughs> let's do other things with our time." <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, Joey, it, it, it was a good weekend, and um, you went to a, a uh, mixed martial arts tournament, didn't you? I went to so um, you know how we have in comedy we have bringer shows. Yes. What I found out was there's also MMA bringer shows. No, but there are. <laughs> yeah, apparently, because yeah. I was at an MMA bringer show. Um, I was wanted to go because like uh, we had Barry Barriantos from uh, CPMMA on. Yes. Um, as part of the uh, our our CPMMA live episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was telling us he was making his MMA debut. So I I I, I rode with a friend out there. We we, yeah, we we were there to support him. Um, what I didn't realize is that the entire fight card was guys either making their debut or with losing records, uh, <laughs> so. including one guy whose name who had was Owen three and his he was like almost I think he was over forty, and his name was Great White Buffalo Dirty Scooter. That's, That's too much. <laughs> and he I came out and he came out in like a headdress with like. Some like weird drum music playing. So it was racist. And then he, yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards they interview him and he sounded like a child. <laughs> it was yeah. it, like it was basically an, like I basically did see see a night of WWE. Like it was. <laughs> it had all the, they had ring girls. They had the the DJ lights. They had the whole production value there. But okay. um, and we had ringside seats, which sucked because if you're at an MMA match. The, the the corner and you're and you're stuck on a rink side seat near the corner mm-hmm. you just see a black bar so you either see really well or nothing <laughs> so why'd y'all stay there because that was we got there late and there was only it's first come first serve oh okay so all the everyone else took all the seats in the middle gotcha Jesse you been to an MMA fight recently 
Not recently, but I would love to have seen a fight with a bunch of dudes with losing records. <laughs> I can only all... imagine that the real thing is that no one has defense, so they're just eating the shit. They out are. Of <laughs> it was very one-sided. There were very few fights that were competitive. You're like you're very, most of them went really like went one way or the other. Wow. The 195 pound fight uh, was uh, was interesting because to see those two, I thought were my size, and then to realize that I have probably 40 pounds on them. 30, 40 pounds on them both. I was like, I can't be that big. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Candace, you, do you like MMA, Candace? I do. You do? Absolutely. You like when the white guys win? <sighs> I like when whoever wins, wins. Oh, speaking of MMA, do you guys know about this? Uh, I guess he's a dwarf. His name's he- Hezbollah or something. He's like an internet sensation, and he does MMA. That's a terrorist group. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrorist oh, group. No, no, his he's name is that Hezbollah. It's H A S B U L L A. Look it up. He's a lo- he's a dwarf, like way shorter than a midget. Like he looks like a baby. What was it? And Spell does- it again. Huh? Hezbollah. Hezbollah. H A S B U L L A. I thought he was a little. Oh, kid. Hezbollah. Yeah, he's he's like nineteen. What? Yes. I thought he was like a child. He's 19 and he has some kind of rare uh, dwarfism. Oh, no, he's got Because like, usually they don't get taller, but they at least he's age. He's got like doll syndrome. He, he doesn't even age. Yeah, he. that's disturbing. Yeah, he's 19. He's a fighter? He does MMA and all kinds of shit. Mago Madov. Oh, I think I saw him in From a video. Dagestan? What the heck is a Dagestan? I think... I, I, I don't think that's a real place. Dagestan is the most violent. Like, are you know how like every hood has a ghetto? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is like the Kiev de- ghetto. <laughs> that is like Russia is like Russia. You know the way we view <laughs> Russians? Yeah. That's how Russian people view Dagestanis. Oh wow. Because yeah, I, I they're remember. Like, well, we're not as like primitive as those people. He's like from the like the Compton of Russia or something. <laughs> he's from the Compton of Russia. Yeah, wow. he's from like the, the hood hood. Dagestan. I saw that and I was like, that's not a real place. <laughs> His net worth that's is a hundred thousand dollars. He's worth a hundred bucks. A thousand bucks. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they put his net worth on there and it's a hundred grand. I was like, why even put that? <laughs> He's got two point one million Instagram followers. But you know what? I think a hundred grand American dollars, I don't know how it translates to Russia, but maybe he's like super rich in Russia. Dagestan, he's a king. Well, right now it should that shit's worth billions in <laughs> rubles. So maybe he is. Yeah, maybe that means something in in Dagestan. He's three foot three. I I think I saw him in a, like a TikTok where it was. I thought it was two little kids fighting each other. Yes. Why is this? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This article says he's. It is also suggested he weighs around sixteen kilos, the equivalent of just two point five stone. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what what I, article so are you every, reading? Every kilo LED bottle. Uh, it's like two and a quarter pounds. Yeah, but why Perfect. is? Why is someone giving a measurement in stone? What measurement? What unit is that? What is that's not metric. That's a um. They use that in the UK. One stone is uh, um. Mostly British. I don't. I don't know the conversion for pounds, but that's that's a a a weight measurement in the UK. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we're using the English system instead of metric, which is pounds, and then England is using some other shit <laughs> involving stones. <laughs> Yeah, God damn it! Think of 140 pounds, right? 
No. I don't know the conversion for stones. I know a kilo is about two and a quarter pounds. Throw the whole weight away. Well, half a brick of cocaine only weighs a pound. Okay, all right. <laughs> so that's How a much is a stone of cocaine? <laughs> cocaine is weighed in kilos, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't weigh cocaine in stones. You don't weigh your cocaine in bricks. <laughs> it's weighed in system. Stones for measurement. Sounds weird. To... What if I want to order a wall of a wall of cocaine? <laughs> there was um a podcast that I was listening to. It was like a woman's health podcast, and it's broadcast from uh, this doctor and his wife in Australia. Mm-hmm. And they would always say weight in stone. They were like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, she's doing well. She lost fifteen stone or whatever." Like it's That's a lot of goddamn a, weight. Yeah, so right. stone, stone is fourteen pounds. Take care of your kidneys, people. You shouldn't be losing that many. <laughs> didn't use that many kidney stones. Uh, stone is fourteen pounds. So two stone is twenty eight pounds. He weighs twenty eight fucking pounds. <laughs> that's, that's not a pair a person. There's no way he weighs twenty eight pounds. He's probably <laughs> he probably he's got to weigh like about fifty pounds at least. Mm. Hey. I didn't know he was nineteen. Crazy. How many stone am I? <laughs> Your ass is a boulder. I <laughs> See that's the type of shit. Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. I'm 27 stone, Joey. Your ass is an avalanche. I'm not. I'm not playing this game, Joey. How many how many stone are you? How many nope. pounds you weigh, Joey? You, nope. You, you 240. Nah, not that big. Goddamn. Joey's Joey Joey's what two 225. I'm a soft 225. <laughs> Joey's 17 stone. Candace is a. I'm not gonna do that with you, Candace. I'm never. Gonna no, do please don't. We don't need that. We don't need that. I'm, I'm going to be nice this week about that type of shit. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, Joe? Uh, so, uh. Oh, no. We didn't get, in, we didn't start that. We, we were talking about MMA. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, y'all want to see like y'all want to. We might as well start the topic. We're 45 minutes in right now. I don't know what else. I mean, oh, uh, I had an awkward, uh, I had an awkward weekend because, um, my father was in town. Oh, yeah. That's uh, right. You did talk about that. And we never hear about him. We only ever hear about your mom and your brother. That's because I don't hear about him. So <laughs> I only knew he was coming into town because my aunt told me. And then I was and then. So then it, it became an obligation that we both felt like, oh, well, we should see each other because we're father and son. So and then that's how the event went. Like I went to go meet up with him and then we awkwardly watched a baseball game together. Like we were being forced to live out some like ancient idea of what fathers and sons do and then at the end of it i just was thinking to myself i was really mad at my mom like at the, at the end i was really mad at my mom. i was like mom how the fuck did you let this happen like this is <laughs> it's so fucking awkward how how do i exist mom he, why because he's like boring like what what is your i don't understand he doesn't know how to like he doesn't know how to talk to me as a human being like he's, well, can you imagine that that's awkward? How many times do you guys even interact with each other? We don't, but he's also he's also an awkward human being in general. So the combination thereof yeah. was just like a lot of like long pauses. I mean, I think that's understandable. That's a very awkward situation. You're like having to make conversation with your grown son who you rarely saw. Like that's, I don't know. It's got to be hard. I mean, me and my father. Me and my father have a newly rekindled relationship. Um, we we he just texted me today. Hey, when are we gonna go get brunch again today? Again, and I told him I'm off next week. Hey, we could do that shit next week. 
And he was like, all right, cool. Did I mean, you grow up with your dad? Uh, somewhat, like every other weekend. Okay, all yeah. right. But that sounds like more than maybe what Joey saw his dad, right? Yeah. Joey, you see your dad on the weekends? What? You see your dad on the weekends? Oh, for a little. Wait, wait, I don't know, you mean as a kid? Yeah. For a little while. Then he just disappeared? There was a thing with my stepmother, and then uh, okay, and then we didn't. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't need. I don't mean to bring up like trauma. You know, that's, that's not right. what we're here to podcast. I'm sorry, Joey. Now Joey's sad. I've gotten over it, but it's just <laughs> it's still awkward. Like it's, the thing is, like it's just it's just always awkward. I don't know why it's always has to be awkward. Yeah, I can. I get that. I mean, I'm. I'm I, I, and I'm, the thing is, like, I haven't seen any of the other parts of the family, but it's not nearly as awkward. It's just him. <laughs> He's just an awkward person. He is. So, like everyone else, like my aunts and uncles and my my grandparents, like don't you got a Puerto Rican sister? Guatemalan. What? Guatemalan. Guatemalan. Yeah, sister. yeah, he does. He's a Guatemalan sister. Yeah. First Who? of all, Jesse, I don't like your tone. That was a little bit creepy. Second <laughs> yeah, of all, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's Puerto Rican. Creepy, sir. And also, how did you get a Guatemalan sister? Well, there's something called adoption. Oh, okay. Yeah. And 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 they, does she work at Chipotle? They, she does now, apparently. <laughs> Wait, she's an adult now. See, that's how you know you've been doing comedy more than six years. I know, right? I remember when she was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> Why don't people never adopt white babies? They will adopt any kind of color baby except for a white baby. White babies have a have a leg up already. Her mom is this <laughs> color. The, her mom, her her With her adopted mom. mom? Yes. <laughs> She got ghost mom. <laughs> Mom's white, white as white. Oh, uh, but I mean, family dynamics are always a tricky situation, man. I understand, Joey. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm only a pro, not only a product of a broken home, but I created a broken home myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, I, I understand completely. Um, it's hard on dads to talk to their talk to their kids as they get older. My daughter looks at me, and her voice. I don't know what the fuck it is with my daughter's voice, but like every time I talk to her now, it gets like. It gets deeper and like pitchier, mm-hmm. and so I'm just sitting there like, I don't know if she's trying to imitate me or she's trying to sound more like her mother. But if she's sounding like her, her voice mother- is probably just modulating because she's getting older. Like she's going through puberty, and a black women's voice tend to deepen a little bit. Yeah, like it's and and I, and I get I get that. I, I understand black women have a timbre to their voice, um, but again. I, I, I'm listening to her and I'm like, you need, I, I really just want you to stay where the fuck I found you um, as a baby. Cause I need, I need you not to grow up and, and come home and be like, dad, this is my boyfriend. I don't, I don't need that shit in my I'm life. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> why Candace is trying to empathize with him. He's the adult. Like I shouldn't have to be the one that tries to mend the relationship or like be like, Hey, uh, do you want to be, have a relationship like I know oh, you're in town that should we should we do like should we play the pretend to be a family like what do we, <laughs> why do <laughs> my brother does that shit okay but I'm just saying how can you not recognize and acknowledge that it's just an awkward situation like I do he was no. awkward because that situation is awkward you haven't met my father <laughs> I mean were you like like spot on with your fucking repartee like it, you it was I awkward was trying. you were both awkward it was but it, it was it, it, it was compounded uh, you it know what it was compounded by both of them uh, uh, so, yeah. so you know what Joey I'm gonna play a song in honor of you and your dad 
It's called Dance With My Father by uh, Luther Vandross. Let's not go there. It, 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 it's, it's a good song. No, this made it weird. You can't even talk with his father. You want him to dance? Dance, dance with my father again. It's a, this is a great song. Back when I was a child. Wow. Didn't Luther Vandross have such a beautiful, velvety fucking voice? For loving men, he sure did. Why are you making it weirder? My father would lift me high. And dance with my mother and me and then spin me around. Listen, come on. We got to wrap this show up so I can go watch Richardson. Let's get to these <laughs> I don't know what's more awkward, this weekend or this moment. <laughs> Y'all trying First to make of all, you making Joey something. uncomfortable. Turn the shit off. <laughs> Let's get to the topics. Uh, okay, Joey. Let, what, what's going on in the world, man? Uh, you remember uh, Gerard Carmichael? Is that how you pronounce his name? Gerard Carmichael. I thought it was Jared Carmichael. I thought it was Gerard, but I could be wrong. All right, you, you're all comics. How do you pronounce his damn name? I don't know. I don't know. I, it could go either way. <laughs> Just like know. Jared Carmichael. <laughs> I think Jared would have been J A R E D. I hate you so much. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Is that like a setup? Oh. No, it wasn't. It's just how quick I am. It's okay. <laughs> it did kind of land that way. Well, he did come out the closet uh, recently and hosted SNL. So uh, for those who um, he said he was, uh, he, when he, part of his monologue, he did say that he's been gay for about 48 hours. Um, <sighs> Okay, we had this conversation before the show. Was he gay for 48 hours or did he fuck a dude 48 hours ago? Because you've been gay for a long time. I'm one of the firm believers that you're gay your whole life. Right, but he just came out um, it's public recently. Gay. Public gay is different. It's public yeah, gay. Yeah, he just came out recently. And he mentioned the- in the monologue that like he, like he alluded to the fact that the only reason he got to host uh, uh, SNL is because he's gay. Yeah, he, he said, was like, "I'm the least famous person that has ever hosted this show." <laughs> he's like, "Nobody knows who I am." He's he like, "When you're gay, you get to host SNL." <laughs> he said, "Quote: If you're gay in New York, you can ride the bus for free. They just give you free pizza. If you say you're gay in New York, you get to host Saturday Night Live. This is the gayest thing you could possibly do. <laughs> We're basically in an Andy Warhol fever dream right now." <laughs> okay, I get that. Because uh, no one does know who he is. I don't, I don't know what he has coming out. Does he have a movie or a show coming up? Or has his show been renewed? I, did he have a show? He had a show where he was married to a woman. So I don't he know recently, if the show is full of lies, too. It says he recently appeared on, on the drama On the Count of Three, which made waves at the Sundance Film Festival. On the Count of Three? I guess that was the, is a movie. That hide and seek in a forest with some men? I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm going down that road. It's weird. I, 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 people coming out to me is, is always awkward. Cause it's, Why? Because I, I always think, okay, more people knew it than didn't. Like, I, I like I watched the Medea movie, the, the newest Medea uh, Tyler Perry movie, and the family was all sitting around, and the guy was like, yeah, I'm gay. And the family was like, we know that. Like, most people will know when someone's gay. Like, it's, it's I not. Like back in the day, people just assumed everybody was straight, but I feel like now we're in a plot time where you recognize it. Because, like, yeah. everyone in the last 15 years that's come out that I've known, we're like, yeah, we knew that, like, in elementary school. Like, we yeah. already knew you were gay. When you we had gay. a pastel shirt on on Easter Sunday. Nigga, you were yeah. gay back when we were six. 
it's or like, it's like the one like that. If a generation ago, you just assumed, and no one ever assumed that there was like people in the closet. I think our generation was kind of the one that kind of his. It's, it's weird. It's got to be really jarring, right? Like, because mm-hmm. how old is Gerard? He's in the same age. He's same age, age right? Us, yeah. right? So, like, you got to imagine, like, we were like bullying people for being gay in, in middle school. I no, I was bullied for being gay when I'm when well, I was. Joey was gay. Joey was gay in middle school. No, he's gay now. <sighs> Joey's gay. It's okay, Joey. We love you anyway. We will love you anyway. Yeah, he's gonna kill you. You're Case in the point. room with him. Case in point. <laughs> Are you gonna get up and slap me? <laughs> oh, because I'm telling jokes. Look at this shit. Look at your comics. I'm telling jokes. He gonna slap me. No, what kind of shit is this? I don't slap. I strangle. We've been over this. <laughs> Keep my sexuality out <laughs> your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> anyway, my point is, it's got to be really weird to to now our generation. Our generation went from that, or at least most of it anyway. Uh-huh. It's gone from that. To now, it's like, okay, you're gay, cool, like whatever. But, but if one, but if they, can't, but if he had come out in middle school, it would have been a fucking nightmare. I mean, we we're tolerant of, of being gay now because we have no choice. Um, the community as a whole, but not people of color, like in the black community and right. Hispanic community, Asian, just people of color in general, they're still not okay with it i right. feel like for the most part right but we I'm don't saying... talk about it because we have no choice but to shut up we, we go hey i guess i guess that's okay for you but we're like light years <laughs> I mean, we're light years from where we were in the 90s you know yeah, yeah. We're not all the way there yet but we've made tons of progress in that so it's really jarring for for the same people who would have bullied you for it in middle school <laughs> to see you as an adult and be like oh cool good for you like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's, it's a weird <laughs> Yeah, Tyrone, the neighborhood bully, would have fucked, fucking pants them every afternoon and called them the F word and threw them in the trash can. But now Tyrone goes, hey, man, that's good. Hey, you got the flag. You have seen his special, the special that came out this week where he came out? No. No. Uh, he got an HBO special, but it's weird to get an HBO special when I don't think anybody has HBO anymore. I think it's a Netflix kind <laughs> it's of an thing, HBO right? Now yeah. special. <laughs> HBO's, yeah, like HBO's. Back in the day, Netflix, the, the HBO special was the big thing you wanted. Now it's Netflix because there's a lot of people that get HBO specials and you're just like, I'm not, I'm not on there for that. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I see some of the shit that's on Netflix nowadays and I'm like, I feel like a complete failure that I don't have a Netflix special because they will put anything on that platform. Like, there's a, sh- a whole show called... Do they put your Wi-Fi on that platform? Or some <laughs> shit. They just, they just took our Wi-Fi from her. Wow. Netflix is powerful. Netflix is mad at you. <laughs> they just yeah, took, your, they took your audio. Game. They took your audio from you the whole time you were talking. You can't they, hear me? We can't no, hear you. Netflix. Netflix was like, the fuck out your mouth. You sound like <laughs> an <laughs> underwater robot. Sound like you yeah, threw yeah, you in a can. You put your audio because of <laughs> Is it better now or should I? Do I, need I can to hear you now, but when you want to get rant, just... Holy shit. Okay, this is my thing. Is they, they will literally put anything on Netflix. Like, some of the shows on there are just fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, There's a whole garbage. show where there you is. have to guess if something is a cake or not. Yep. Like, it's just bullshit. <laughs> fucking trash. Like, you could just... It seems like you can just go to the Netflix office with any ridiculous idea for a show, and they'll be like, eh, sure, let's give it a try. <laughs> Yo, the documentary game's been fire, though. He's still at the Have you guys seen Crypto King? 
No. I want to watch um bad, bad Vegan or something or Killer bad Vegan. Bad Vegan is good too. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. So basically, what Bad Vegan? I don't. I don't ever, ever in my life want to hear another dude talk about he has trouble getting girls, because Bad Vegan and Twinder Swindler, it's you, bro. It's you. So what Bad Vegan's about is this big fat dude. Um, he like catfishes girls on on Twitter, and then he gets them to give him millions of dollars. And he's like this big sloppy guy, and he gets even bigger on purpose because he's like, I want to I want to see that you really love me, so I'm gonna get fat on purpose to see if you're just with me, you know, because you know, blah blah blah, or if you're with me because you actually like like me. And these women are giving him like sixteen million dollars. That's like, right. Man. Like it's it's. It, he dresses like a bum. He's like sloppy. Who is he dating? I gotta find someone to give me six million to be fat. Rich, beautiful women are like, "Yo, here's my money. Take it." Hey, if you get if you get shake them, shake them for it. Hey, shake them for it. I'm telling you, like, it's not about your. Sounds like white women. It's all about the that. Sounds at least interesting. But go on Netflix and scroll through and see how much utter trash is on there. Like just garbage. There's like at least five baking shows. Like it's just garbage. Like they, it's, it's like they it sounds like she's running ideas. down a hallway. Yeah, what, <laughs> what reason, when you start bad mouthing, <laughs> when you start bad mouthing Netflix, they just, your, your sound just goes. <laughs> Have you guys? Yo, Crypto King is dope too. It's basically about uh, um, this dude who like started selling cryptocurrencies in Canada, and then turns out. He was just taking people's money and he was <laughs> fucking butch. <laughs> hey, hey. Here's the thing, though. I don't like to watch things that make me annoyed. And then he died, so people are like, "Did he fake his death or not?" And that's what the documentary's about. All right, you know what you need Cooper. to you know what you need to watch? Star Trek Picard, because that shit yeah, is right? reality. That's the future. Uh, God damn it, we go we go into space, and uh, Picard is gonna be our guy. Uh, between him and uh, what's that? What's that fine black woman on a uh, th- on a? Uh, and, uh, Star Trek inclusion. Yeah, Star Trek. And it's August. Are you on Star Trek Discovery? Uh, <laughs> let's see. No, but I did dress as Lieutenant Uhura for Comic Con. Okay. All right. Look at you. Going back to the seventies when I'm you were twenty seven. I don't know what's happening anymore. She, she dressed as Uhura. Why, why you pick? There are nineteen thousand other black characters on Star Trek. She was Trek. like the only black character. Okay, wait a minute. She, she's the only one she can remember. <laughs> All the other ones happened. On. She stopped watching. She was Star the one when she was young. Lieutenant huh? Uhura and and Captain Kirk. They had the first interracial kiss on TV. Fun fact. Yeah, that's not a that. fun fact. That's a stupid fact. And you would find a one black woman that kisses a white man on TV and go, "Hey, fun fact, guys." This old white man kissed a black woman on TV. It happened. In space. <laughs> she, she made that seem like it was some shit extra. In space. Like I, think, <laughs> I think what she's trying to say, Marcus, is her options were limited. <laughs> yeah. She had a green dude with pointy ears, a, a gay Asian, um, a weird Russian, and a bunch of Irish drunks. She was going to fuck uh, Kirk. She had to. There was no other option for. Her. That's true. Now she now in the in the reboot she ended up fucking the green dude, which is hilarious. <laughs> is that but that's just my opinion. Yeah. <coughs> and he's gay. I mean, okay. <laughs> 
back to uh, back you know, to, you know to circle not, it back to Carmichael. You know who's not gay anymore? Who's not gay anymore? Uh, or at least says he isn't. Lil Nas X. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, after after not uh, not winning a single Grammy this year, he said, "I can't." On Twitter, he said, "I can't believe I lost all my Grammys. I am now no longer gay." <laughs> what? And then he put the like the the little no symbol next to the rainbow flag. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not playing this game with y'all no more." He was like, "Told you he just being extra for the sake of being extra." Yeah. He's like you gotta you gotta uh, gotta leave leave the Illuminati behind too. He's he's just so he's like I mean he was well, nominated. Gerard Carmichael said that being gay is like an automatic boost in your career, so maybe that's why he was gay. He got a platinum record off being gay, and now he's like, yeah, I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm not the, gay no more. I'm delivered. You guys see Genius on Netflix? He fucked he fucked the devil for a Grammy. Yeah, he didn't the, get the, the Grammy. Kanye, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I got. I got to. I got to finish watching the Kanye documentary. I have not. So amazing! This is what I learned from the Kanye documentary. Like his mom clearly like dotes on him and always like gave him words of encouragement and always told him how wonderful he is. So mothering is how you create like a fucking multi-millionaire genius. Like you just have to always tell your son how special he is and how much you love him, and then he's gonna believe in himself and become like the greatest That's a artist. Terrible takeaway. That is a horrible takeaway from that shit because. He's a psychopath today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, just, she just did such a good job with her mothering, I feel like. Like, uh, no. every time you see him and her together, she just has this soft look on her face. Like, I love him so much. He's the most special boy in the whole wide world. And, like, he has, like, he looks at her like, oh, my Kanye God. must be controlling the EQ so on your goddamn, uh, on your goddamn uh, Zoom. Because you, you just turned the treble and bass all the way down on your whole goddamn sound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, when you start bad mouthing something like anyone powerful, they come after. Yeah, they come after you quick. She's not even like bad mouthing. Kim Kardashian turned her down. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> the Kardashians turned you down when you started speaking well about Kanye. Speaking of people who are pissed off at their fan bases. Mother, and I think that contributed largely to his success. Okay. I, I could I could dig that. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Speaking of artists who are pissed off at their fan bases, Cardi B has deleted her Twitter and Instagram after posting that she hates her fan base. What? Yes. No, yes. On April 3rd, the rapper lashed out and deleted her Twitter after some fans assumed she would attend the 2022 Grammys. And she said, I'm quote, I'm deleting my Twitter, but oh God, I hate this fucking dumbass fan base. <laughs> Uh, uh, you got the slow dumbasses dragging my kids all because y'all thought I was going to the Grammys and I didn't didn't the fuck when the fuck I hinted I was going <laughs> they forget how Wait. ghetto she could be that's the funniest yeah, shit in the world I, I like that I mean that's who she is that's who we that, you, you remember when she was on that TV show and she was gonna get braces and she was like I don't want to get braces because I won't be able to suck dick the same way <laughs> They forget like, who she is. We're not going to forget that that's who she is. Like, yeah, she's always been this person. So, or, yeah, when, or when she was taking business tips and they were like, hey, you need to learn to cover up your breasts. She's like, well, my teeth are fucked up, so I don't really want to want them to focus on my teeth. So I'm going to keep my titties out. It's like, what? What the fuck is, is wrong? <laughs> yeah, she said that. That's like a good strategy. <laughs> 
I know you're going to keep yours out, Candace. I just don't. Why would. Why would. Who cares? It's the Grammys. Uh, I mean, hey. hey. I don't think she was nominated for one. Did you see that guy, Jean Baptiste, that won like five Grammys? No. What type of music does he do? John, I've never heard of him. John Baptiste? I don't know. But you know who did, you know who did win a Grammy? Louis C.K. Yes, he did. <laughs> he won a Grammy for it. I didn't know he made music. He, had, he won for album. comedy album. Comedy album of the year. Well, that proves. Uh, In the same week, we canceled Will Smith <laughs> and we resurrected Louis C.K. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> they canceled Will Smith for slapping somebody. And then they, they bought Louis C.K. because he only slapped himself. Yeah. He wasn't. That wasn't a whole issue. He sla- he didn't slap anybody else with it. It was, it was him his own. It, again, he if it was fu- if the album was funny, he deserves it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a proponent of uh, hey, if he did a good job, then that's fine. Um, I mean, Louis C.K. is always funny. He's a brilliant comic, right? And can and I, I think can- <clears throat> cancel should be like there should be a sentencing requirement for canceling. Um, you should you should go away for about two to three years, and then try to get your career back yeah, after the cancel process. That, wait, didn't that a good idea? Yo, the other day, I agree with you. I, you know what's weird, and I'm not saying that this person should get two to three years, but it is like it does remind you of what good art is. I found my old iPod from like 2000. And it has a shit ton of R. Kelly there. And I was like, God damn, I forgot how good these songs are. <laughs> no, he needs 40 years. I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, we didn't need to cancel R. Kelly. We need to. We did to do what we did with R. Is Kelly. Is he in jail or not? Like, whatever happened. Oh, he's in jail? He's in jail. He, okay. He, can't, he's, he keeps trying to get out because of COVID. It doesn't just affect R. Kelly because he has great songs with, like, Jay-Z and Young Jeezy and, like, Winston and Yandel yeah. and like all these other artists, like he was like a he was everywhere. He was a feature on yeah. everyone's songs. Constant fire, like all his songs were constantly great since the very first album dropped in the nineties. Twelve play, like his shit is he's been putting out constant hot fire. I think Dude, we're still. Yeah, you remember that with Ti and uh, Little Bow Wow and T Pain, and I was like, damn, this is a fucking great song. I think there's still too much anger and hurt over people going unchecked because of their fame and celebrity mm-hmm. and art for so long that we've even gotten to the point where we can separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Right now, I think that there's a, there's a, we're, again, we're kind of in this overcorrection phase where it's like people really want to make sure that no, you're, you know, if you fuck up, then your art doesn't get you a pass at all. Very true. And because it had for so long, mm-hmm. that's, I think, where we're at. I think eventually we'll get to a point where we can go, okay, the art is still the art, and the person can go by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Netflix documentary on, like, I forgot what the, the guy's name is, but it's, like, I think it's, like, Fallen Idol, and it's about uh, this Colombian guy who was, like, the biggest star ever to come out of Colombia. Mm-hmm. And he made, like, bangers after bangers for 30 years straight. And then one night in the, like, coked-out, drunken bender, he killed a woman. And people were like... Like, accidentally? Well, he was, like, so hocked up on coke, and he had become, like, such, like, a... He had, like, such God syndrome where, like, he could do no wrong 
that he got mad because she wouldn't do an orgy with him. So he like forced himself on her and killed her. And then his bodyguard hit the body and like people in Columbia were like, but that's like 30 years of good music though. Let's just give him two and like, let it be. And like, yeah. So people used to get away with that shit. That was like 97 when they were like, Columbia has a, Columbia has a history of just going, Hey man, you did some good for the hood. (laughs) That's like, that is a Colombian pastime. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, 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 there was a guy that interviewed some dude there, and he was like, Look, man, he represents like a complicated part of Colombia because, you know, we do a lot of good, we do a lot of bad, but you kind of got to like, dude, he murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, look at Kevin Spacey. Like, he'll forget. He's a fucking great actor, like, yeah. a great actor, but. Obviously, he did what he did. He humped like, that boy. But there were some... <laughs> he humped that Wait, boy. He's gay now, right? No, he was gay when he humped that boy 20 years ago. Uh, he, he's been gay. It, 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 I, mean, it, I know, but he's openly gay now is what I mean. I don't know if he's, I don't know I don't know he's, if he's openly. Did he come out of the closet? Like, come out, like, I don't know if he's... Like, better. Yeah, he's trying like, to make it better yeah. by being gay. Oh, 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 hey, guys, by the way, I'm, I'm gay. And we're like, yeah, but you still were like a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you're you now you gay and a pedophile. You proven yeah. all those Republicans right that say there's a slippery slope between pedophile and gay. Yeah, you're not helping. <laughs> you're not helping our cause. You're hurting things. But like, my point is, in '97, you could still get away with murder and get away. By the way, even in 2000, because remember, uh, our, we all knew in high school that R. Kelly was sleeping with teenage girls, and then right. two years after that, we're still jamming out to ignition. Yeah, because yeah. he makes bangers. Well, we we gave him a pass for the girls because we didn't know he was hog tying them in the basement, and <laughs> we didn't know he was kidnapping girls. We thought like he was it, just fucking girls. It seemed like an isolated incident. <laughs> yeah, and then, it just seemed like okay. But that was part of the problem, right? Like people didn't want to know more. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what the cele- that's what your that's what celebrity buys you, right? Remember like that's what pissed off people were about the whole Bill Cosby thing. People just didn't want to accept him because he was America's dad. He was a great artist. His stand up is brilliant. But he was a piece of shit. I mean, look what just happened with um with uh what's his name the quarterback for the Browns uh Sean Watson. Oh yeah, he he like he had like twenty two pe twenty two women said that uh that he he sexually assaulted them, and the grand jury said, nah, he's got to go play football. Like, <laughs> nah, we good on that. Like he, he, they I didn't mean, indict him at all. Like on any like twenty two like twenty two people say something they I guess they couldn't find enough compelling evidence but you think twenty two people this world is trash twenty two twenty two people's okay that's that seems like a bit of a stretch that you know why they let him ganged up he makes money for a lot of powerful people being a football player it's like we can't punish these billionaires that own this team by, by imprisoning this guy. So we have to let him free so that they can continue to make money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we live in that world, Joey. There's a documentary coming out this week on Jimmy Savile. It's called a uh, British horror story about like uh, this famous uh, British celebrity that apparently was like a monster. Uh, so if you are looking out for more of this, of people getting away with shit, Look up that documentary on. Oh Netflix. yeah, he was. He, they talked about him on last week tonight. Have you seen every documentary on Netflix? Yes, I'm obsessed with documentaries. Yeah, he talked. Is that all you watch on there? I mean, oh, I hate real life. Stand up and pro wrestling, and then after that, I do nothing else but read books and work. 
Nice. Yeah, they talked about him on um, last week tonight. He was he was a kid's um like like he was like a Make a Wish guy. So he would do a bunch of good stuff for kids, and everybody was trying to figure out why. Uh, after he died, they found out. Yeah, he was a rapist and a and a child molester and everything else. And so they started taking God that. Damn, who was this? Uh, Jimmy Savile. He's raping and molesting. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was bad. He was a bad dude. And but again, he was British, so we didn't care over here. We've gotten to a he's dark like, place. He's like on Jack the Ripper. Podcast. Yeah, I saw the photo of the dude. The guy looks like a creep. Like he, he did look like, like creep. He looked like the movie. He looked like he looked like your, your uh, central casting bad guy. I'm sorry, Joe. We got to a bad place. We got into a weird place. It gets dark every now and again on the This is why I don't watch documentaries because they take you down weird rabbit holes. Yeah, they do. You know who's going down a new weird rabbit hole? Maryland. Jared Carmichael. <laughs> Did you guys watch Tiger King too? No, no, no. one's watching. I couldn't get through it. I did I <laughs> maybe an episode and a half, and I'm like, this is retarded. I like the one on Doc Antle though. That was interesting. Who? I don't know. I don't, all I know is the first Tiger King had me like transfixed. Like I yeah, just could not stop watching it. And then Tiger King season two was garbage. Well, when three men with fucked up teeth decide to get married together, you really want to know why? <laughs> why they own also, a tiger? It was like. It was peak pandemic, too, yeah, when it, it first came yeah. out. So we didn't have shit else to do. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was it. I, I never watched the first one. Anyway. I, I, I watched, like, two episodes, and I was like, this is some weird white people shit. I'm done with this. It this was the is- best. It was the best circus of white trash broadcast on on a, on a Netflix. It was great. You should watch it. Like, this is the most Florida bullshit I had ever seen. I turned that off. It real was quick. great. Now they have a show, like a, uh, like a TV show. Yeah, that's even yeah. more absurd. Yeah. With Kate McKinnon. The comedic version of it. Yeah. yeah. Hello, wait, wait. Kit. There's a um, sitcom of Tiger King? Yeah. 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 On Netflix? On Peacock. On Peacock. On Peacock. I don't know if it's a, it's a, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a sitcom. <laughs> No, it's the, it's the, they over dramatized the uh, Tiger King story. Yeah. I mean, it was full of drama. That was the whole thing. You guys never watched season one. It was nothing but drama. No, they and they, comedy. So now they make they're making full fun of it on the on the mm. show on Peacock. Got what it. New Fresh Prince. Have you guys seen that? I have not seen Bel Air. I mean, I I, I, seen... I don't know if I want to take on another series because I have a couple of them that I'm keeping up with, but I've heard good things about it. I mean, I watched the first episode. If you're taking Fresh Prince of Bel Air and removing the comedy, you're yeah. basically left with All American, which I've already watched. So I don't really feel the need to watch it. What's All American? It's a football based. It's, it's Fresh based, Prince of Bel Air. It's basically the same. Like yeah, like it. It actually is loosely based, very loosely based on a guy who used to play for the Giants. But oh, okay. Um, but it's, it's Who, Odell Beckham. No, uh, Spencer Pazinger. <laughs> he was a linebacker. Okay. I just don't understand. I gotta watch it to figure out how it works. It's supposed to be this dark, gritty version of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But how dark and gritty is Bel Air? Like, what? What does most of it take place in Philly? Like, well, I, I don't understand. How it's, it's darker. It's darker because it doesn't do. It doesn't like show the. It doesn't show the fun aspect of of the fish out of water story. It shows the real life at it shows real life fish out of water. How you would really feel in a situation where you had to move halfway around across the country 
to live with your aunt and uncle who you right, ain't seen in ten years. Right, but life of extreme privilege, like what? I, I don't but understand if you, how they. But if you come from if you come from extreme poverty, it's going to be it's going to be a culture shock for you, and then you got to deal with white people and their white peopleness. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a lot of it. Like a lot of it is dealing with white people being white people. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. As uh, as all American. As all American. <laughs> Joey is really so cool. the, the only, only difference like is instead of racially profiled in a rich neighborhood, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah, instead of okay. being from uh, instead of being from um, uh, West, West Philly, he's from L.A., but he's from the from Crenshaw. Yeah. yeah. From uh, also, he's not even from Philly in the. Um... No, 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 no. I'm yes, talking about all American. Oh, okay. No, he's from Philly in the in the show too. In the new one, okay. Yeah. yeah. They had to keep that part. That wouldn't yeah. make any goddamn that's, sense. That's the, yeah, that's the premise. Anyway, hey, did you know that um, Jeffrey on Bel Air is the son of Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? That's cute. like the real life son. Yeah. I oh, cool. I did not know that. Is he the son that played the con job on him on the episode? Because I remember that episode where Jeffrey's son conned uh, the Banks family out of a hundred thousand dollars, and then he disappeared on him. I don't know. Hey, you don't remember the episode? No, man. I watched the show in like several decades. Uh, several so I've decades. been reading the new 50 Cent book, right? And <laughs> he says that there's four aspects, four pillars of he, when he knows if an artist is going to be a star or not. Do you guys want to know what they are? And if you yes. Remember? Number one, creates good content. Okay. okay. Not us. The two, has the look. All right. Probably not us. That's me. I think, I think a good example is like, and by the look doesn't mean attractive or doesn't mean just the style, but it can mean that. It can right. just that style, like that thing where you just know like, oh, I want to hear what that person has Reasons said. white people yeah. keep other people down and out. Got it. Three, the charisma, the, uh, the, 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 the personality, that dominating personality that when they step into the room, like they're the guy or the girl. All of these things okay. are completely subjective. Yes. <laughs> or a great live performer, like a Jim Carrey, Dane Cook in his prime, or or Kevin Hart. Well, I think number three and leads to number four. You think like if you have charisma, you have stage presence, you have you know what I mean. That 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 type of person is good on stage. That type of person is a good performer. He gave an example of Biggie. Biggie had a dominating personality, but wasn't a good live performer. He, that the reason he gave that is because that's why Puffy would go on stage with him because Puffy's when he would go on stage, he couldn't really move that much and he'd get tired because he was a bigger guy. So even though he oh, had a dominating personality, oh. he couldn't be a good live performer. So that's why they had to fix it with getting Diddy out there. Ah, uh, okay. So sometimes it, it it is the case, but there are examples where people don't have all of those. What's the name of Fifty Cent's book? It's a uh, hustle hard, hustle smarter, phenomenal uh, book. I highly recommend it, especially if you're millennial. It sounds good and informative, but I just hate him so much. Why? Well, he says that he does that on purpose. He's like, if I can't be your friend, let me be your enemy. Well, that's that's one of, that is one of the forty-eight laws of power. It's like, don't worry about friends so much. Use your enemies. Yeah, because the whole thing is like, if you hate me, you're gonna talk about me, right? If you love me, you're gonna talk about me. But if you're neutral, you forget me. So he's like, if I can't make people like me, I'm going to make people hate me. And that's how we got on Oprah Winfrey, because he started going at Oprah because she wouldn't have him on the show. Mm. 
And then uh, Gail came up to him, and that's like when he hit Gail with the quote, and Gail started realizing that he was doing the beef shit on purpose to get on people's radar. Mm. Interesting. Should we start beefing with the Joe Rogan podcast, Joey LaFarge? Ah. Beef with the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, I thought we already were, but I don't really think that they're I aware we exist. You, all we have to do is get Joey to say nigger. He won't say it. Once <laughs> Joey says it, like I don't say enough controversial dollars. shit as it is. <laughs> he needs to Here's say it. Quote. Here's a great quote from the uh, uh, um, 50 Cent book. is the fact that he talked about when Instagram first came out. Do you remember a rapper named Lloyd Banks? Yeah. Yeah. So Lloyd, yeah. you know, he, he didn't have the personality, but he was a phenomenal writer. And, you know, he had his whole thing going, but he was like, yo, why don't you get on Instagram? And this way people will be able to hear like your, cause he's so clever with his punchlines. You could be like the punchline king. You could post like a photo and then have like a dope like punchline to it. And then people will fall in love with your content. Do you know what his reply was? What? Well, Biggie and Pac weren't on Instagram, so why do I have to mess with the social media shit? Dinosaur. That shows a lack of insight. Well, you have to go with you have to go with the times. He had on fire, and then I guess the fire got put out, and he didn't have anything. Lloyd, else. Lloyd Banks was never supposed to blow up. Uh, it was that was never designed that way. Him and uh, what was it was Tony Yayo. Uh, they, they they stayed exactly where the fuck they were supposed to be, um, picking up Fifty Cent's leftovers. And it's dry cleaning occasionally. Well, I guess 50 has always said if they hate, then let them hate and watch the money pile up. So it goes with his theme that he doesn't care if people hate him. Yeah. Many men wish death upon me, blood in my eyes, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be, but niggas trying to take my life away. away. Mm -mm -mm. Many men, goddammit. Many, 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 many men. I hate that song. (laughs) Have you you, um, read 50th Law? A long time ago. I, I vaguely remember it. Have you read it? I don't even remember. I really try to avoid 50 Cent because he's so loathsome. But um, the 48 Laws of Power, I've read at least a dozen times. I like that one better because I remember that book. Mm-hmm. The 50th Law, I liked it, but like I don't remember anything about it years later. Like I think it came out like in 2009 or maybe 10. Right. I, I don't remember successfully it. recreated I, their podcast. Well, guys, if you... If you if you really want to get some more insight and some more some more loving tips from Jay Revis and Just Candice, tune in each week to Hot Tops, Hot Topics, and Low T-shirts um, every Thursday on Instagram. Uh, that's right, V Next and Cash and Checks. That's what, that's what we're talking about. He's another one that I cannot stand. <laughs> Oh, I guess really there are people. So I, I like a lot of bravado and somebody being pleased with themselves and overconfident, like Kanye. I love him, but like Fifty Cent and Charlemagne do it and then punch down towards others, and it's just so off-putting. Like Fifty Cent is the most—he's—he's he's just so mean-spirited to other people, and Charlemagne is so mean-spirited. I feel like to other people, I just can't—I can't get on board with their their um, confidence. Hey, you know what? All I right, here's a more lighthearted one. The Young Bucks book is phenomenal. If you guys they wrote are... a book. Yeah, the Young Bucks have a phenomenal book. 
Not those Dude, young bucks. I don't read. Why are we talking about a book club? This is weird. Dude, young bucks book is so fire, especially if you're a, if you're a millennial. I highly recommend reading the young bucks book. It's gonna take you back to the early nineties. I, I read that book and I was like, that is my high school experience to the T. Yeah, not, Candace, you're saying not young bucks book. The young bucks. They are a tag team in a in AEW. Uh, oh. Uh, Candace was thinking Young Buck wrote a book. Young Buck oh. can't read. Uh, we, we, That's what I thought. <laughs> Everyone's writing a book these days. Yeah. Speaking of rappers who can't read, that's why I'm not reading any of them. <laughs> but Joey, speaking of rappers who can't read, there's a rapper that I heard about in uh, in Maryland, and it, it threw me off when I first heard the story. And I was trying to figure out exactly why we would do this to ourselves as people. Um, but they decided to. To prop his corpse it's up at a concert? not that weird when you think about it. It's So when you go to a funeral, they have the body laying there in a casket. Mm-hmm. So they just propped it up instead of laying it down. Like, it, it's, it's infinitely more creepy when it's standing up. But coming to the, to do a viewing of the, de- of the deceased is, that's what the funeral is all about. Not at a club, though. Nah, nah. They, <laughs> not not propped up in the club person. like a like a wax. <laughs> he looked like, like a Madame Tussauds. It's <laughs> Markel was... Antonio Moro, aka the rapper known as Gunu, was laid to rest after a lively celebration at Bliss Nightclub in Washington D.C. It would have been at Bliss. I knew it was Bliss. It had to be at <laughs> fucking April Bliss. 3rd. Footage from the funerals made its way across social media due to the unique celebration. It appears Gudu was propped upright on stage to appear like he was performing at a show. Gudu was dressed yeah. in jeans and a miri sweater, uh-huh. along with a crown on his head. Guests took photos and cheered while fireworks were set on stage next to Gudu. If he had caught on fire, if they set that nigga on fire, creepy, that but it's also not creepy because that's what a funeral is. You come to view the body. They just don't prop it up and dress it in, like, fucking club clothes. I found out one of the fun things I found out this weekend. All four of my grandparents will be cremated at some point. Okay. Half of them are already. The other the other half has agreed to have it done. That was one of the conversations, awkward conversations I had. <laughs> your dad. Yes. That's how, that's how bad a conversation we got to, hey, Nan and Pop have picked their eternal resting place, and I helped <laughs> Wow, you talk, that's what you talk with your dad about at the game. That's that's where we got to. That's that's how that's how hard we were reaching for topics. Wow. Yeah, you reach harder for topics than we do in the Dot Comedy Podcast. You should have just looked in our chat. I tried to stick to sports because that's usually safe ground, but mm, not this time. Oh man, we gonna get out of here though, man. It's been fun, Joey. Yeah. Joe, you know what we never talked about? What's that? The reason Jay Revis is on this week's <laughs> episode of Die Comedy Podcast. I was going to bring that up, but I was too tired. You know why he's here, Candace? <laughs> I know why he's here. He's here because the <clears throat> Jay Revis Express has decided to pull its train into a brand new station. And that station is Comedy Shows Near Me. That's right. Comedy Shows Near Me is the newest addition to the portfolio of DC comedy where you can see local live comedy each and every Thursday at McGinty's pub in downtown silver spring. You can come down there. You can see the likes of Hetty Sandberg, former dot comedy uh, podcast guest. You can see Jay Revis, uh, current podcast guest. Uh, you can see Candace August, uh, 
a co-host of the Dot Comedy Podcast. Uh, Joey Joey Lafaro, uh, host of the Dot Comedy Podcast. DJ Marcus uh, will be at the Ha Ha Hole this and this and every Saturday at two forty five. Um, I, I I don't know if I'll forty five. I don't know if I'll be at AM or PM. <laughs> never know. <laughs> you never know, baby. It alternates. <laughs> it alternates each and every week. It oscillates. <laughs> but yes, comedy shows near me. Jay Revis, tell us about it, man. So it's it's it's. It's the new, it's, it's going to be new show. It's going to be fantastic. It's bringing comedy back to downtown Silver Spring in a place that's never had it. So downtown Silver Spring being the fourth most diverse city in the country. It's also a place that is very celebrated for art. They appreciate art. They got the Fillmore there. They got the Black Box Theater. They have a lot of great places where they celebrate art, but what they don't have stand-up comedy. And we're bringing it there. We're bringing comedy each and every week. Premium show, phenomenal showcase, pre-booked, um, and it's going to be fantastic. And I think it's going to elevate the scene. It's going to bring comedy back to Silver Spring, especially for a lot of these businesses that have been affected by the pandemic. Uh, it's all way of giving back. So we're excited. And it's not just that you know, just not another. This is not just another comedy show. This is a comedy club for a night. You're going to walk in there, and you're going to have the same experience you have going to any comedy club in the country, and it's going to be fantastic. This is DC Improv North, goddammit. We doing it big. <clears throat> Excuse me, shit. Uh, my throat got a little scratch. Um, it's DC uh, Improv I, North. I'm personally putting down $500,000 promising that from here to the next 50 years, there will be at least one star that will come out of this, this show. So in 50 years from now, come see me. For $500,000. <laughs> Yeah. You either owe me $500,000 or I will pay you five hundred. dollars The star does not get born in 50 years from this date. Oh, nice. okay. Quite a long time. That is April 5th, 2022. That is not a check. So, Comedy is going to cash. April 5th. That's not a budget. That's 2072. I'm betting all podcast money there. 2072. Come see Jesse for your half a mil. I'm a be dead. Uh, don't, don't look for DJ Marcus. I'd have had a stroke by then. I know, I know me. Even when we get close, I'm like, I'm done. I can't get close to this I'll goddamn be in a room with cats in the cradle and the silver spoon playing. Are you gonna leave this money in a trust? Like how? Well, it's another dot comedy account, so whatever's left over. Don't look at that damn account. About 80, you said you're 38, so and 88 years old. We, you may or may not be here. I'm just saying. That account ain't got no money in it today, unless you putting that account in an account. I don't know what you. <laughs> that is not well, a good I mean, account. You know, like at the end, just you know, take it out for bad debts. That, that big ass check ain't gonna ain't gonna is gonna bounce like a fucking basketball. <laughs> Keep giving that shit out to people. Ain't that a goddamn yeah, shit? It would be like a nice little check, and it have like the dot comedy logo in the middle. And, you know, like... <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, de- definitely come out this this Thursday. Uh, April 7th to the comedy shows near me at McGinty's uh, Pub in downtown Silver Spring. Uh, Jay Reeves will be hosting. Um, Dave who, Chappelle may show up. Who knows? Uh, who, who may show up? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle may show up. I did have a call. I had a contact call with Dave Chappelle and uh, and Ashley Larry this weekend. Um, Ashley Larry may show up. I, don't I, know. I wanted to make I'll sure. I'll be there later this month. Yes, you are. Candace August will be on there. So anyone wishing to see low cut shirts, definitely come out to one of the uh, comedy shows near me. Uh, uh, we have a fantastic book show, but yes. we also have an open mic after, and you do not know who might show up to that. Yes, Damo Hicks might show up. 
Oh. Frankie French might show up. Oh. You don't know. I've had conversations. These people know this exists. Yes. And they've been looking for a place to do comedy on Thursdays. I'm not making any Obama promises. <laughs> Obama showing up. Obama. Obama doing Dude. comedy? Well, <laughs> you guys are. Uh, I don't. I can't do an Obama. I'm not even. You can't trying. do a, Obama. I can't do Obama. That's too. That's too like too much estrogen in that. Speaking of Obama, <laughs> too many when, cigarettes. When uh, when Brock Lesnar introduced himself at WrestleMania, was it just me or did it sound like he said called himself Barack Lesnar? <laughs> It did sound like that. I thought he was going to introduce Barack Obama, and Barack Obama was going to fight Roman Reigns for a second. I thought that would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing uh, main event for WrestleMania. Oh, uh, man, we're going to get out of here, man. It's been fun, Joey LaFaro. Where can they find you at, my friend? At LaFaro Comedy, as always, at Comedy Shows Near Me. Use promo code dot .comedy for $5 off your ticket. Can't beat that price. There you go, man. Candace, where can they find you, dear? Find me at just underscore Candace on all of the platforms. Um, follow my main IG page. That's the place where I post all of my shows if you want to catch me out here in these streets. Jay Revis, where can I find you, sir? Find me Jay Revis Comedy on Instagram. I have the best stories on the internet. Um, catch me Facebook, Jay Revis. I will be performing tomorrow at Cloak and Dagger, so come out and see me, and I will be performing and hosting the first ever, the iconic, uh, landmark-changing, the world-changing comedy shows near me first episode, episode one, Attack of the Clones. All right. I'm against club. Awesome, man. Awesome. DJ Margus, um, he will be performing at the Ha Ha Emporium uh, this and every Saturday at 2.45, A or P, you never know. Uh, just look on, on Instagram. You find DJMarcus.comedy. You will see the shows posted. Now, these are um, speakeasy shows, so you got to get there when we say get there or else you won't get in uh, to the Ha Ha Emporium. Uh, it is fun, fun, fun for ages 21 to 22. Come on through. It's going to be a blast. DJ Marcus, spinning the hits. <laughs> But for DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace August, we are Dot Comedy, and we will see you next time. More fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Where were you, Joey? I was right there. I don't know why you're accusing me of. I was off. Yes, you were. You noticed. <laughs>